Live from San Diego, California, we go live to the newsroom with your host for Nick's Nerd. Well, ho, ho, it's that time again. What's up, fam? It's Nick, your host of Nick's Nerd News. You guys already know this, but check us out on nicksnerdnews.com. You can listen to the show there. You can also find links to the show's iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify pages. You can also find links to all our social medias. You know, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, the like. You can follow me there. I post a lot of fun memes that I get from around the interwebs. Anyway, welcome to the show. I know you're all over the world just loving listening to me and my sultry voice. Talk about nonsense every week. But, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get into it, huh? Shall we? It is, what, the 27th, 26th of May, excuse me. We've hit, uh, I don't know, we're, we're two weeks away from E3. The summer, almost. Shit, this year's going by fast, isn't it? But... Let's uh, let's just just start going, huh? What, how about this? Rage. Pretty much done with the game. I have one mission left to do. Uh, I'm going to leave it at an 8 for now for my final review. It opens up a lot more as you progress through the game. You get this awesome tank that's practically indestructible. I've pretty much done almost everything you can in the game so far. And I've gotten almost every like collectible type thing at every location in the map. Uh, the map's starting to look a lot more gray than than pink and yellow and, and blue. But having a lot more fun with it. Story's still kind of dull, but definitely a lot more fun than I was having before. So I, I can't wait to see what, what they what they add or bring to the table in, in possible expansions later down the line. That's for damn sure. But yeah, that, that's really all I have to say about Rage. Now I can get to my backlog before... The next big thing comes out in July. I mean, Crash Bandit, Crash Team Racing, Nitro Fueled comes out in, in June, but there's only so much you can do with that. Um, that that won't be a, a big time consumer. Uh, otherwise, uh, I don't have anything until the new Wolfenstein in in July, so I, I can finally get to my my deep 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 backlog. But let, let let's move on here. Uh, the loading time demo for placed the next generation PlayStation uh, leaked online. I was comparing it to a PS4 Pro. Pretty damn fast. Pretty damn fast. Now, they didn't really show off other processing power, just just the fact that loading times are getting shorter and shorter on, on console compared to PC. Honestly, though, that, that's not a big deal to me. Um, loading times at the end of the day, if they're 20 seconds or, or a minute, are, I, I don't get it. I'm, I'm, I'm a patient person. People have become so impatient. I grew up in the 90s, okay? I'm, I'm used to waiting hours for shit sometimes when it came to, to PC games. Hell, uh, back back on PlayStation, loading times were what? Like two or three minutes? Like, it's not... In the grand scheme of things, it's not a big fucking deal. Like, like relax, people. Like, if you're gonna sit and play video games, that that's, like, more... More time that I could... I guess you're wasting that you could be playing. Most people aren't gonna sit down and play like an RPG in a quick little session. And and at the end of the day, 30 seconds is not going to kill that much time in 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 your quick play session 
Again, if, if people are going to sit down and play an RPG, they're not sitting down for half an hour or an hour, okay? They're going to be sitting down for longer play sessions, two, three hours. When it comes to like a shooter or online shooter or things like that, that processing power is not going to speed up your connection to a match, okay? That's going to fall on your your connection to the internet, the server that it's running on, and then the other people you're playing against, okay? So this faster processing power is not going to affect your online play, which most people will sit down and, and get a, a quick few sessions in. Like, I can hop in. Granted, it will get the game booted up faster, but in, in reality, that 30 seconds is not going to make or break anything. But again, I'm, I'm more patient. I understand these things, but other people are, are very impatient. They become spoiled in, in today's world. Just Cause announced its DLC and spring update. Uh, the DLC looks pretty interesting, adds a new set of enemies and supernatural flair to the game. Uh, the spring update, though, does bring some weapon improvements, some AI improvements, and uh, very welcomed lighting improvements um, that allows for some better uh, photography, I guess you could take in the game, you know, with the with the photo elements and I guess it allows for some some better gameplay in terms of seeing different things and, and interacting in the environment that that's that's for damn sure but I, I I think I still have the game installed so maybe I'll, I'll check out how that spring update plays out on on certain things maybe it will fix my uh, dislike for the game and felt how it it was a step down from just cause three if you remember back in December when I was talking about it uh, also, going along with Sony here, uh, Sony is currently exploring PS5 crossplay, or cross-gen play, excuse me, with PlayStation 4 and backwards compatibility. Uh, this was a, according to a patent, no official word on that. Be interesting, especially, it's funny that, that they're going to have backwards compatibility on PS5 or whatever it ends up being called, considering they, they thought it was a joke when Microsoft first announced it and said no one ever used it, and then Microsoft came out a, a couple weeks later and was like, look how many fucking people play backwards compatibility. Hell, they just had a major backwards compatibility sale on, on Xbox One where you could get OG Xbox games and 360 games. So it all comes down to personal preference. So, and again, that wasn't a feature on the PS4 due to the, uh, what was it, the cell architecture that was on the PS3 and it, it just, it didn't play nice with, with anything. But again, that's just whatever Sony wants to do. Um, what do we got here? Panic Inc., which is they put out Firewatch and some other games. They announced uh, the Playdate, which is this weird-looking yellow handheld gaming system, which will get like game releases like once a week. And uh, but it has a hand crank on it. Yeah, it looks like a an old-school Game Boy with a hand crank. Yeah, <laughs> I I. Uh, no other information was really announced, but that's what we're getting. So make of that what you will, I, I guess. <laughs> uh, no no word on price or release date, though. Uh, CD Projekt Red confirmed that they will have gameplay to show at E3, so just about a week and a half from now. Sorry, two weeks from now. Uh, no word on if it's going to be at Microsoft Stage or somewhere else, so that's the 9th. So yeah, two two weeks, just a little under two weeks from today. Or, yeah, two weeks from today, sorry. Can't can't figure out my days here. Um, what was this? THQ Nordic 
who we've talked about in the past about how they've been just buying up IPs left and right. Uh, somehow an internal slide got put out or, or somewhere that indicated that Dead Island 2 is still happening. It's changed developers like three times already. It was announced like six years ago. I, I'm just shocked that it's it's still <laughs> it's, it's still coming. Uh, the other interesting thing, though, they had also some private or uh, uh, top secret things that were kind of hinted at. One of them being a Volition game. Hopefully, that's a new. Hopefully, that's a new Red Faction coming out. I do love the Red Faction games. Armageddon was a bit of a dip because Volition didn't make it, but. I'm excited to see what, what happens now that Volition has it back. But that's all because Dead Island is still happening and other things got announced. Uh, Call of Duty 19, according to a report by Jason Schreier at Kotaku, who I've always said is one of the best video game journalists. Uh, his book is great, Blood, Sweat, and Pixels. Uh, had a report saying Call of Duty 2019 will just be called Call of Duty Modern Warfare. It won't be Modern Warfare 4. I guess it's going to be a reboot. I I, I don't understand what they're doing. Better have a fucking campaign, though. That's for damn sure, considering Black Ops 4 didn't. But anyway, uh, moving on. ESPN had this story, but the Overwatch League is losing its commissioner to go work at Fortnite's esports community. A little bit of healthy competition going on here. How crazy it would be if if, if uh, Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the commissioner of the NFL, was like, "Deuces, I'm going to run the the NBA." People would lose their fucking shit. I'll tell you what, for a number of reasons that I'm not getting into here because we are not a sports show. Check out your other local favorites for that. <laughs> I I would recommend Stephen A. Smith, but that's just me. Uh, Sony also announced. This is a bit of a tie-in here with with uh, our next couple topics, but Sony announced PlayStation Productions, uh, which will be a studio to oversee Sony's game franchises and adapt them for TV and film, or at least oversee their adaptation for TV and film. So it won't have outside people involved, it won't have third parties, it won't get directors who have never played the game or anything like that. They're going to make sure they get people who care about the, the stuff. The first of which was a Twisted Metal TV show, which that's going to require a very large budget. Because if you've ever played any of the numerous Twisted Metal titles, you know it's all about destruction, car destruction, and explosions and guns. And maybe it'll be an animated show, because that might not require such a, an extensive budget. I, I don't see... You could do it as a movie. I don't know about a show, though. Because, again, just the budget would be enormous enormous for that it, it it just unreal that that's really the only thing i i could think of that wouldn't would not lend itself to a tv show you'd, you'd have to have like game of thrones level budget and care and dedication because it would it would just it it, it would get out of hand it would get out of hand you couldn't do a full 22 episode season you'd, you'd have to do like a 10 episode season crazy ridiculous wild things uh, and they also confirmed that the Uncharted movie is now in advanced development, whatever the fuck that means. I guess it's still starring Tom Holland about meeting an early Sully. Still not totally on board with that idea, but I don't know. And in, in, in light of all this, IGN actually put out a list of current in-production video game movies, like movies that have been greenlit and announced, but nothing's really happening. 
Only two have confirmed release dates, and that's Angry Birds 2 and, and Sonic the Hedgehog, which we'll we'll get to in a second. But let, let me just run down this list that they, they put out of just all the ridiculous amount of video game movies currently in development or in production. A Roller Coaster Tycoon movie, don't know how that would work. Shinobi, The Sims, which is just every movie, pretty much. A Sleeping Dogs movie. Uh, the Mario movie, which I think now has a production or a release date of 2021 or expected. A Tetris movie, uh, the Uncharted movie, as mentioned before. A Watch Dogs movie, which could be pretty interesting. Uh, Assassin's Creed 2. Borderlands. Uh, two Call of Duty movies. The, this, the sequel was greenlit before the first one even started being made. Uh, Carmen Sandiego. Centipedes. Contra, which is just any 80s Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. The Division, uh, which does have stars attached, including Jake Gyllenhaal and... I want to say Charlize Theron. That movie would, would work perfectly because it's Tom Clancy. A Duke Nukem movie. Uh, uh, Firewatch. Five Nights at Freddy's. A Fruit Ninja movie. I don't know. I guess you could do it almost like the Angry Birds movie. A Gears of War movie. Half-Life. Heavy Rain, which sold its movie rights before the game even came out. And that was way back when it was still supposed to be a Microsoft exclusive. A Just Dance movie, which was announced by Ubisoft last year at E3. I don't, why, why don't you just... What is that going to be like? Like You Got Served or all the... What are those dancing movies with, with uh, Channing Tatum? Um, a Kane and Lynch movie, which has lost its stars twice now. The Last of Us movie. A Mass Effect movie. Mega Man. Metal Gear Solid, which does have a director. Minecraft, which just got delayed. A Metro 2033 movie. A Missile Command movie. Monster Hunter movie, which is just rap production, so that movie's coming out, no date yet. A Portal movie. A Rabbids movie. Rainbow Six, which will more than likely come out. And a, the Resident Evil reboot. Uh, about, if if we're going to go off of, of history, about 99% of those are going to suck if they get made. Regardless if they get made, really. And and that kind of brings us then in, into talking about movies, as always. And speaking of the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, it was recently delayed to Valentine's Day 2020 to allow the production team more time to uh, edit Sonic and, and change up his look, you know, after that, the fan backlash after the trailer, and then the director came out like a day later and said they were going to redo Sonic, so gives them more time to work on it so they're not rushing and fuck it up even more. And literally a day after I recorded last week's episode... John Wick 4 was announced with a May 21st, 2021 release date. And I'm very excited because it's practically just going to be a Matrix reunion between uh, uh, Keanu Reeves and, and Lawrence Fishburne. I still can't get over how fucking good that movie was. Can't wait for 4. And we also got a trailer for Quentin Tarantino's Once a Time in Hollywood. Uh, Twitter reactions are, are very good. People got to see it at, at the Cannes Film Festival in France. The trailer has me very interested. I, I like the dynamic here between between Matt, uh, not Matt, between Brad Pitt and and uh, DiCaprio. Wow, I'm forgetting their names. Leonardo DiCaprio, and it looks exciting. You know, it's about the Manson mur murders and Margot Robbie plays Shannon Tate. So probably going to be some revisionist history, like he did with with uh, Inglorious Bastards, from from what I can tell. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm excited for that. It's his ninth movie. I, I love his movies. The way he frames everything, the way the music ties in, it's it's, it's perfect, really. Uh, we also got a new spread and, and pictures and information about 
the Rise of Skywalker in I think it was Variety or one of the one of the Hollywood rags uh, with photos by Ann Ann Leibowitz and I mean just uh, Vanity Fair excuse me that's that's the one that's the important one and uh, really great photos showing a different dynamic got a lot of news about what's going on the Knights of Ren will definitely be in it uh, it it's gonna have some tension between Ray and Kylo. I, I haven't had a chance to read the whole thing over at Vanity Fair. If you have access to it, I, I would definitely urge you to do that. But it's not something... I mean, I'm going to check it out. It's not something I have access to readily available. I do want to check it out to see what's going on. I mean, we're six months away from release, though. So I, I can hold off for a bit. I'm sure there's a summary of it somewhere on the interwebs. But yeah, th- those photos were, were pretty cool. There was a, this awesome shot... Of, of Kylo and Rey with their lightsabers out and doing this these awesome poses. And, uh, excuse me, it was Annie Leibowitz, Annie Leibowitz who took the photos. I also get a shot of Carrie Russell's character in costume. And then of Richard Grant's character, a new a new uh, general or admiral in the First Order and, and, and different characters like this. I'm, ex- I'm excited to see where that goes. Christopher Nolan announced information on his... New film called Tenet uh, begins filming uh, soon this summer. Uh, quote is saying, action epic evolving from a, the world of international espionage will be filmed around like seven different countries or something crazy like that. And it's going to star John David Washington, which is Denzel's son, also in Ballers, Black Klansman, Robert Pattinson, Elizabeth Debicki, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Michael Caine, and Kenneth Branagh. So that's supposed to release next year, I think. Rotten Tomatoes has announced and introduced their new verified reviews, uh, which will put a little marker next to people that have actually seen a movie uh, for when they, they post a review. No word yet on, on how on how they'll verify, but it's going to happen. And, and more news out of Lucasfilm. This rumor has been floating around. I guess it started at BuzzFeed, broke the story, which, weird. But it, it's gotten around to everyone else. But apparently a KOTOR movie is being developed as part of a trilogy. No word if it's going to be the David Benioff and Dan Weiss movie, which was already hinted at to them possibly making that one. But it'll be interesting to see if, if that's what, what it becomes. And uh, Harrison Ford was recently giving an interview. And uh, it got to Indiana Jones. And he pretty much said... If he has his way, Indiana Jones dies with him, which I'm perfectly fine with. Not everything needs to be remade. Look at Casablanca, one of my favorite movies. Never been remade, never has to be remade. So Indiana Jones does not need to be remade. It does not need another actor to replace him. I mean, look how Solo turned out. Yeah, I know there's like a movement right now to make a Solo too, but no, no, no. Leave the characters as they are. We don't need backstories or younger versions and then uh, it was confirmed Akira, the live-action movie, will be directed by Taika Waititi and will come out on May 21st, 2021, giving John Wick 4 its first competition two years out. So that's a thing. Uh, I guess it's going to be more of an adaptation of the manga and the, than, than the anime film, which is interesting. Can't wait to see how that, that plays out. I have all faith in Taika for this. Um, I know we talked a couple weeks ago about Daniel Craig and, and things about uh, uh, production woes on, on the next James Bond film. 
the Sun, which is a British tabloid, confirmed that uh, and and you know the James Bond like Instagram or Twitter or whatever put out that he's going to have minor ankle surgery. So I guess he did hurt himself um, while performing his own stunts, if you will. Uh, also, Patty Jenkins, the director of Wonder Woman and the upcoming Wonder Woman 1984, did an Instagram live interview. And was saying like she almost regrets pushing back the movie, even though she was the one who who called for that. Saying that she just saw a cut of the film and was like, oh my god, this movie needs to come out now. I can't wait any longer. Which which is fun to see directors being so passionate about their films and and being excited and wanting and wanting the audience to see want to see what 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 what's coming, essentially. So I'm I'm excited to see where where that goes. And then uh, I actually saw Aladdin, but before we get into that. Uh, the Terminator Dark Fate trailer was dropped, and it's being directed by Tim Miller, who directed the first Terminator film, or Deadpool movie, sorry. James Cameron directed the first Terminator. I am excited for this. That trailer got me hyped more than 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 some other trailers have recently, and I cannot wait. Linda Hamilton's back. Arnold is back again. Uh, this time, though, they're focusing on someone... Uh, someone, Diego Luna's playing a new Terminator, and then there's this new human, uh, human hybrid Terminator that, that comes back to, to help a new character that's, uh, they're kind of positioning as like a new Sarah Connor type. Uh, no word about John Connor being back or anything like that, but I, I did hear that they hired a young actor and they're going to digitally impose Edward Furlong's face on it. So we'll see, we'll see how that plays out. That drops later in the year cannot wait that trailer got me hyped that the the trailer for genesis and terminator salvation never could i did not like terminator salvation i thought genesis was okay wasn't great it was just okay uh definitely deserved a lot of the hate that it got but we'll we'll see we'll see how that turns out but let let's uh let's talk about aladdin here not going to really spoil anything because i mean you've seen aladdin i i'd hope at least the cartoon version not many differences uh, they made differences that that were necessary, um, especially when it comes to like musical reprisals and uh, certain story beats. I really liked the film a lot, like a lot. I would put it at an eight point five, just because it still doesn't capture the what the original did for me as a kid. Will Smith was was really good as Genie. Uh, he he makes it his own. Um, he 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 could never replace w- William. Robin Williams and 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 even Will Smith acknowledged that like hey I, I'm not trying to replace him I'm, I'm trying to do it myself and and he did um you know there's there's a a lot of things missing that Robin Williams could do which was impressions that Will Smith can't his 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 singing though I, I is 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 a bit down for me Will Will Smith cannot really sing outside of like rapping and thank God they didn't auto-tune it, because you'd be able to spot that shit a mile away. But I, I did like Aladdin a lot. The, the 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 Agrabah, I should say, is is masterfully crafted. I do like that it had a sense of reality to it. And I did see some special features somewhere where interviews where the director wanted to make sure that they they brought as much of an influence from the Middle East as possible, kind of because Agrabah kind of had that blended. It was a port city. The Prince Ali scene is awesome, and it has this really cool like end shot of of it as like a parade, like a uh, like a news network would do of a, of a parade shot in real life. The 
uh, character actors are are amazing. Uh, the guy who plays Aladdin, Mena Masood, or Masood, sorry, I, I, I don't have his name memorized, uh, was great. Naomi Scott as Jasmine is awesome. The guy who played Jafar was great as well. Very well cast, and, and they could all sing, which was perfect. They didn't need to do an outside person like, like they used to do on, on the old Disney cartoons. And there was a really funny part. Uh, right after Genie and Aladdin escape the Cave of Wonders, again, no spoilers, you've seen Aladdin before, this isn't new. <laughs> but uh, there's there's a scene where the carpet is like playing in the sand, and um, he's building a sand castle, and they keep cutting back and forth to him. And there's a there's a part where the the carpet is building a castle out of sand, like I said, and it turns out to be the Disney castle. And then he like throws the sand over it, and it like arcs over it like it does at the beginning of every Disney movie when they when they do the Disney castle with the. Um, the one thing I I was upset about though was that they didn't do an Aladdin-themed Disney castle at the beginning of the movie. Like, they've been doing that a lot with the live actions, but they didn't do it with this one. And and I was kind of surprised by that, because you see that in trailers and stuff. But uh, that that I, I did not like. The other thing I did not like is that there was a lot of motion blur in the film. And I don't know if that's because the maybe the projector hadn't been updated recently or anything like that. But there were points in the film that I was just not on board with, and it was not something I I was 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 happy with, and that kind of took me out of the film a couple times. But some other things I wasn't a big fan of was Alan Tudyk's uh, uh, Iago, more a little more natural in terms of of a bird being able to like interpret, so not not like how Iago was in the old cartoon uh, by Gilbert Gottfried. But other than that, a lot of good, good, good things going on. I like Nassim Padrad, the chick who used to be on Saturday Night Live, as as Jasmine's handmaiden, and uh, that little story with her and, and Jeannie. Uh, that I'm not going to talk about because that's something new. But what they did change to to work for the movie made a whole lot more sense than what they've done with like Maleficent and, and some other things. I can't wait to see what they do with. Uh, the, the, the Lion King movie in July. So I'm excited for that. Uh, but as of right now, definitely going to put Aladdin at an 8.5. Uh, ended up taking home like $86 million by Sunday. Not not the highest grossing Disney live action film, but it's number two. Probably because Memorial Day is tomorrow. More than likely going to end up probably close to $100 million winning the weekend. And and that's that's really cool, especially for it to, to do so well. Uh, because it it's getting shit on by the critics. User reviews are really good, though. Like I said, I enjoyed it a lot. I don't always listen to the don't always listen to the critics because sometimes they they view it through an eye of of like I don't want to say hatred, but they come from like a, a weird place sometimes. But I, I enjoyed it a lot, so I, I totally recommend it. If if you guys were on the fence about it or anything like that, I I definitely definitely recommend it. But, but that's it for movies. Let's move on to TV. And I'm fucking pissed. One of my favorite comedies on TV right now got canceled. AP Bio. Uh, starring Glenn Howerton, Patton Oswalt. And uh, they're going to be able to air their final three episodes of the season. But damn, dude. I, I love that show. It's hilarious. Really funny. And the cast was great. 
It was a great premise about a down-on-his-luck former Harvard professor having to move back home to Toledo, Ohio and, and teach a class. But such is the way the world works, and, and it's unfortunate. Maybe it will find a home on Hulu or another network. I, I doubt it. But damn, just very upsetting. Uh, Netflix announced that their Dark Crystal sequel, prequel thing will premiere on August 30th. Uh, you know, it's a continuation of, of Jim Henson's work from the 80s. Uh, Jim's Henson being the creator of the Muppets and Sesame Street and, and the like. We also got a teaser for the new Picard show, Star Trek Picard. Uh, it hints at something that happened 15 years ago where Picard saved the Federation. Then some shit went down and he walked away from the Federation and and now he's back. Uh, kind of showing that he's been working in his vineyard, you know, uh, the Picard vineyard that uh, his brother ran and, and things like this. But... I can't wait to see more. Hopefully that will will happen soon. I cannot wait. I love Jean-Luc Picard. He is the best captain on Star Trek. Second to none. Yes, I know people like Kirk, but but if you ask me, P- Picard is better. Jane, Janeway is a close third. Cisco, he's cool. I mean, that was the first Star Trek show I got into, so I, I gotta have some love there. And didn't really watch... Enterprise, so I, I can't say much about Archer. And Chris Pine is cool as Kirk, but I mean he's no Shatner, so that's definitely a, a, a downside there. Anyway, Star Trek Picard airs this fall on CBS All Access, and we've got some news about the Falcon Winter Soldier show coming to Disney Plus, and it has been confirmed that Sharon Carter and Baron Zemo will play a part. Uh, so uh, you know. Re- Coming back from their previous showing in, not Age of Ultron, Civil War. Civil War. So that that's going to happen. Stoked on that. And yeah, that's it for most normal TV. Uh, do have some Game of Thrones fallout though, as, as was expected. Uh, it did hit a record for HBO, 19.3 million viewers. That That's huge, really, for a TV show, especially on, on premium cable. But... If you were to go on Twitter and only Twitter, you'd believe that the show was garbage and terrible and sucked in a lot of places on the internet. But other polling would say otherwise. And even the, the head of HBO was like, don't believe everything you read on the internet. But a, a website called Morning Consult, they do a lot of polling for the entertainment industry and things like this, found that 63% per- per- of respondents said they either liked it some or a lot for the season finale. So... Maybe your friends hated it. Maybe you hated it. I thought it was okay. I, I didn't think it was bad. I didn't love it, but I thought it was okay. And and that kind of fits with that percentage. Uh, George R. R. Martin also said that the show, um, if it was really going to stay true to the books, it would have had to run for another five seasons, and it had to, to fit everything that he's written. Uh, he also said that he expects to have Winds of Winter to be done by the end of summer next year. Um, otherwise, New Zealand can arrest him uh, because he's going there for a convention. It was really funny. It was on Twitter he said all this. But he also said that the books will be the same but different, but the same but different in, in terms of, of how it will end. And while uh, we know that there are spinoffs coming, they're, they're going to start filming this summer, the head of HBO said we will not be getting an Arya spinoff and... While it will have the feel of being a Game of Thrones, it will technically be different because it's being done by different showrunners and things like this. So it it will have a different tone, but
but it will still feel like it's from Westeros and things like that. And of course, uh, tonight airs the uh, the Last Watch, the two-hour documentary about the making of the final season. So we'll talk about that next week. But that that's mostly it for the for the major stuff. Of course, a, a, another end of a month means stuff is leaving Netflix, and a lot of stuff is coming to Netflix. Uh, leaving Netflix is a lot of Disney material, so this is your last week to, to get that in. Uh, last couple days, actually, by the time you hear this. Uh, Apollo 13 is leaving. I Am Legend, both Kill Bills, uh, the Stargate, original Stargate movie, Terminator Salvation, District 9, Gardens, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Apocalypse Now, and Van Wilder. Uh, we do have some good stuff coming, though, this month. Uh, Jessica Jones Season 3, which is the final season. Uh, Batman Begins and Batman the Dark Knight. I know a lot of people love those. I don't. Uh, Gran Torino is coming. Uh, Small Soldiers, fond place in my heart, even though that movie's not really that good. Uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet, so some Disney stuff is still coming. It's going to be the last of it, though. Into the Spider-Verse is coming later in June. And then all of the Evangelion movies, so those those anime, which is going to be available for streaming for the first time. And uh, that's it for Netflix. A couple other things just want to talk about. I uh, got some loot crates, so we'll get that. But first, uh, if you don't follow the comic world, really, uh, Tom King has been writing the Batman comic since, I want to say, issue... Oh, it started over with him. Sorry, with, with Rebirth. But uh, he's actually going to be leaving 15 issues early, despite originally planning a 100-episode arc, you know, he did the whole thing with Batman and Catwoman getting engaged and, and things like that. Um, he announced that he's going to be leaving 15 issues early, but he will continue that story in a 12-issue Batman-Catwoman comic that will debut early next year. That was after, you know, a lot of turmoil hit in issue 50, which was supposed to be the wedding, and Batman ended up not showing up and things like this. Uh, it will be a conclusion to the story he's been writing since the beginning, and... Uh, it's interesting that he's leaving. Rumors were flowing around before that, but it's nice to see that he'll get to finish the story on his own terms, and he doesn't have to worry about pissing off people in the main Batman comic, and maybe let some other artists get a crack at, at the bat. So I, I'm excited to see where that goes. Granted, I'm I'm quite a few issues behind. I read the trade paperbacks, but what he did so far with the, all the I Am Bane storyline and things like that, I, I've been been loving a lot. Like I said, though, I'm, I'm a little bit behind. I think I'm on War of Jokes and Riddles, or I'm, I'm about to read that. I haven't gotten to it just yet. But I uh, did get some loot crates. I bought, I got the Halo Legendary crate and uh, the, the standard loot crate. A little behind. Um, been very frustrated with them lately. Um, been a lot of shipping delays. Been a lot of stuff that's not great. Um, I'll get to that in a second, though. Uh, the Halo Crate, this this theme was Renegade. It focused all about Emil A239, who is probably like my third favorite Spartan. Uh, he's the one from Reach who had the shotgun, and then he had like the skull scratched into his, his visor. Uh, comes with an awesome Banshee pin, and then like a data drop file about the Banshees. Uh, comes with this really cool Emil-focused bandana, an Emil-looking flask, so like, like they scratch the same skull into the flask. And then uh, these really cool salt and pepper shakers that look like like grenades from like a grenade launcher <laughs> um, that kind of match Emil's belt. And uh, no shirt this time, but that that's okay. Honestly, I would prefer an Emil shirt over over the hat that came last time in the box that focused on Cat. But 
Doesn't matter. I, I have plenty of Halo shirts right now. Honestly, I'm I'm very frustrated in, in the standard loot crate this month. Um, it was a month late, and Maze is going to be late, and, and still haven't gotten the loot wear. But th there was only really two new things in it. One of them being an Avengers 3D comic standee, which is kind of like a, a relief um, sculpture of a, a comic book cover from the past that has like a statue coming out of it. And there was an Aquaman challenge coin, which wasn't actually in my crate. So don't know what happened there. And then the pin. Otherwise, another mystery tee, which was a t-shirt that came in an old crate, which not cool with that. And then we also got, oh, and you know, there was new Godzilla art print set. That was pretty cool. Um, but then we got an old piece you either would have gotten a, a copy of a star wars comic from marvel or like a battlestar galactica like firing like a target practice poster but the the when when two out of the three things are rehashes and one of them being the t-shirt which used to be a really big exclusive thing for them is a rehash i'm not um not cool with that it also came with some like metal straws but I don't know. I'm 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 almost getting ready to cancel because of all the shit that's been happening. And I've been I've had a loot crate for almost four years, and it, it's been very frustrating lately. I love all the the one-off crates they do. Like their uh, Lord of the Rings one is coming soon, and I got the God of War one, the that Star Wars one recently. You know, I like I love the Halo crate. That's been been great since the beginning. Uh, this Rick and Morty one that they're going to do once a quarter is coming. But the basic crate, I feel, is falling behind. And I I said this once before, I remember that I think they're spreading themselves too thin. There's so many crates to choose from that it, it's getting a little out of hand. And it's frustrating. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Don't know. Hey, that's it this week, guys. Bit of short of an episode, but that's okay. Got a lot of stuff coming in the next couple weeks that are going to make the episodes quite a bit. Uh, make sure to come back next week. I'll have my E3 predictions. Uh, not going to be many since a, a lot of things aren't at E3 like they used to be. Uh, I will definitely have a Godzilla review. I'm going to see that next weekend. And uh, I did get pretty much all the classic consoles that are out right now, like the, the, the real good official ones. I got a NES Classic, a Super NES Classic, and a PlayStation Classic. I'll probably be able to talk about those next week, so be on the lookout for that. Otherwise, thank you guys for listening. As always, fuck the haters. You do you. Forge forge your own path. That's something new, right? Just uh, do 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 you do you, as I always say. All right, and uh, I'll catch you guys on the flip side. Thanks for listening to Nick's Nerd News. Don't forget to check us out at nicksnerdnews.com on Google Play, Spotify, iTunes, and then at Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Nick's Nerd News. Catch you guys later.